Episode 14, Flipping the Mattress on the Sleep Industry. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today you're hearing Bruce Brown's perspective. For doctors who want a thriving practice and abundant home life, listen as your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, goes behind the curtain and interviews doctors and guests about real-world triumph, struggles, practical tips, and entertainment on this episode of A Doctor's Perspective. Welcome podcast land. Today we have Bruce Brown, the co-founder of Element Mattress. Now as a chiropractor and, and maybe, you know, physical therapist definitely probably have this question all the time is, doc, my back hurts. I don't know what to get. And of course we're stuck with, uh, there's so many varieties. What do we recommend? Found out about this company and I really wanted to know more about the special foam, you know, it's a foam type mattress, the special type of foam that they use. Why is it special? And then Bridging that into, you know what, this is an entrepreneur, it's a small business, they've only been open like a, you know, a year or two. What are they doing for marketing? What can I learn? What can we learn from their marketing tactics, staff? What kind of goals you know, do they have there? How do they partner with, uh, do they partner with doctors? Do they just sell it you know, on Amazon? Like how, do they, how do they produce it? So things that we can learn, whether you're brick and mortar or if you're trying to create products for yourself or you just want to learn how you know you always was like i, I would like to have a a go-to product you know i sell vitamins i sell this it'd be nice to have like a mattress that i could recommend it with confidence so hopefully that will help you today he also talks about some really great tips about your marriage and your kid and i know i say that a lot because some people just give more information. And um, he was very specific. So definitely listen to that one. It's near the end. And I uh, really appreciate that. And he talks about a few podcasts that are really he's really passionate about in some books. We always ask those questions. But he just did a really good job, a fine job, uh, answering today. So I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. The travel tip will be at the end of the episode. All today's show notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash one four. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy to have on the show today, Bruce Brown, co-founder of Element Mattress. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I've been enjoying our pre-chat, trying to get to know each other, build a bond before we start talking. That's always a good time for me. It, it is. You know, and meeting new people is always the fun part of uh, every day. So I appreciate the time we spent talking. And so far, it's been a pleasure. So I'm going to just jump right in and just decide like, how did you get into the mattress business? What's your backstory for that? Backstory for mattresses, it was really kind of an accidental, um, an accidental happening. Um, through 2007, 2008, uh, obviously there was, a, there was a crash. It made me uh, reevaluate life. I ended up closing my company, um, was doing some consulting work. And my wife, who we had two small children at the time, my wife was looking for something to do on the side. And as crazy as it sounds, um, one of those late night revelations at about 1.30 in the morning, I was browsing Craigslist and found an ad for some guy that was looking for somebody to sell mattresses direct to the, direct to the public, um, basically out of a warehouse setting. And so we got involved. It turned out to be essentially a buying group. And they really did a great job of uh, training my wife and then at, at the time me as well in what people were looking for and kind of the dynamics of the mattress business as a whole. That was the start. Then we ended up working with a lot of nonprofits uh, nationwide. And out of that, watching the, the, uh, the explosion, I guess is the only way to put it, of some of the large e-commerce mattress companies 
that was really what drove us to begin creating and designing the original element that we launched about 10 months ago. Um, and so that's, that's it in a nutshell. You know, I, I heard a podcast and they were talking about something random about mattresses. And they said there was this one town, I guess there's actually a lot of towns, in one strip, like the main strip, there might be like seven mattress stores. And they're like, how? How can there be so many mattress stores? It's just this huge booming. And then you find out that there's other companies online like yourself. You're like, wow, I didn't yeah. even know like there was such a huge industry for mattresses. Yeah, yeah it's it's really incredible. And, and I think one of the things that has always bothered me about it since we've gotten involved has been I guess the amount of marketing that's put into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at so many huge companies and the things that they say about the mattresses to get people to buy them, uh, it really blows me away. You know, every experience that I've had in a mattress store, I've hated. And I think most people feel the same way. Like everybody jokes about the furniture stores. Oh, I don't want to go there because when I go in, I feel like a piece of meat. You know, everybody's just kind of hovering around like vultures waiting for me to stop so they can all you yeah. know, come in and feed on us. And that's always bothered me. Um, I, I think that we're living in a time right now with uh, e-commerce influencing how brick and mortar is doing their business. I think we're watching the transformation of not just the mattress industry, but, but every industry um, because things have become so transparent. Um, you know, if I want to know something about you, I can find out in, you know, the, the flip of a switch just with the device I've got in my hand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a positive thing. It hasn't eliminated all the smoke and mirrors that goes on, but I think that it has allowed people, uh, smaller guys like us and like some of the others that everybody is familiar with to kind of come in and say, look, it's time to rethink how we buy these. It's time to rethink what's actually in them. It's time to blow past um, the idea that uh, a, a foam, memory foam, for example, that was invented in the 60s is still cutting edge technology because it's not. You, things have advanced dramatically, but the guys that buy the mass quantities of raw materials mm -hmm. don't want to push that boulder. And so we're living in an age right now where guys like us can come in and we can say, it's time to do it different. And we can appeal to those buyers and reach those buyers and reach those professionals that agree and that want to deal in something that's actually new instead of something that just has a new name on it. Right. So I'm going to ask the next, it's a double parted question, and but I just want to give you freedom to explore however you want. One is the misconceptions about maybe your profession, but maybe some of these like confusing sales, it's just marketing versus actual what's important. And then what makes you guys different? Like, so the audience, look, this isn't like a big sales pitch per se. I want to know why they chose the materials that they use because we spend what a third of our life sleeping. It's important as a chiropractor. I can't tell you how many times they had to ask, Hey, what mattress should I purchase? And we're stuck kind of being like, well, you know, some people like this one, some people like this one. And you kind of have to leave it like that. And so I'm really, this is kind of a passion for me because I like to have a good night's sleep just like everybody else. And uh, maybe this can help you to recommend a product um, for your own patients. Sound fair? It does. It sounds very fair. And uh, I looked, to that end. Uh, I looked on your website. Yeah, go ahead. And, oh, I'm sorry. I looked on your website and it was, I was like, okay, they've got a lot of, the foam is 
got all these trademarks to it and different things. So I was like, I don't even know what this stuff is. So I hope he goes into it a little bit uh, because it just seemed kind of beyond my intelligence at this moment. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and that's the tough part. That's the difficult part. You know, we spend all day inside of these materials um, looking at, at what we would want to use and why we would want to use it and giving the, the guys who invented this the opportunity to kind of pitch us, so to speak, on why we should think about including this and what the benefits are. And then you have to take that and boil it down and try to make it simple to understand so that somebody who lands on your website can actually go, oh, this does make sense. Or, yeah, this will help me stay cooler. Or, yes, you know, this will help with uh, the, the, pressure, the pressure points that I have when I sleep. And that is a little bit of a challenge. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions or misunderstandings when it comes to purchasing mattresses is that uh, in the past, there's been very, the resources are there to find out the various opinions and the truth and maybe some of the fiction of the materials. But there's an enormous amount of confusion. You know, if you go to Google and you type in anything, trying to find out, is memory foam good? Is memory foam bad? Is latex good? Is latex bad? Are springs good? Are springs bad? I mean, type in whatever question you want. And the, the pages after pages of opinions that you will get um, are, are endless. And so, you know, as human beings, what do we naturally do? We go out and try to find the opinions that are pretty much in line with what we thought to begin with. And we want to know sometimes, and is this the same material across three different companies with a different, you know, a different name or they're actually different? You know, I didn't realize you yeah, guys had I, like six flavors of, of foam. Yeah, well, we do. And that was one of the things when, when we were working with nonprofits and, and we were distributing mattresses all over the country that were being manufactured by some of the larger manufacturers. That was one of the most surprising things to us. You know, one of the guys came to us and he's like, look, um, here's why you should work with us. Because everybody's buying foams, fabrics, and springs from essentially three or four of the same people. And we're just layering it together differently. Huh. You know, that that rocks your world a little bit. Um, when you sit down and realize that when I go into the store and there's, you know, 150 mattresses laying on the floor. And essentially the only difference is the wrapper they put on mm -hmm. it, you know, and how many layers they put together. Um, it was it was a paradigm shift, really, in understanding. So when we started looking at being able to compress and roll and ship a mattress anywhere in the world, for that matter, but pre focusing primarily on North America and the United States... Mm -hmm. We thought, okay, well, if we're going to do this, this has to be a no BS mattress. Okay. There's this is not this is not going to be a recut, rehashed mattress that's essentially the same as everything else that's out there, with different marketing, different verbiage, different pictures to make it look like it's new, shiny, and and worth buying. Mm -hmm. So we started there. We also ordered in an enormous number of mattresses and tore them apart. Looking for these, the, the the reasons that they either weren't holding up or maybe they weren't as special as everybody you know thought they were. And so through that process, we started finding out that in most cases, there were weak links in these mattresses. It may have a great top layer that feels wonderful, but two or three layers down is like the cheapest, you know, least durable foam that you could get. And so 
over the course of time, when that layer breaks down before everything else, it creates that dip in that mattress. And even if everything else around it is fine, there's no way to get rid of it. Yeah, you got saggy bottoms. And yeah. So we wanted to build something, one, that I'd sell to my mom, two, that I would own, and that was worth what people were paying for it, mm-hmm. I think is really what it came down to. And so we started with kind of a clean board and said, all right, here's what we see selling out in the marketplace right now. This is what's hot. This is what people love. Um, Here's what we want to build it out of. And we want to make something competitive. Can we build it the way it should be built for what people are selling it in the marketplace? Mm -hmm. And that was where we started. And so we started getting introduced to all of these new foams. We started having the companies that were manufacturing these, bringing in these samples of foams that we had never heard of. Nobody was using. They were trying to find anybody who was willing to give it a shot. And so we started playing with those. They want purchasers too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think they're in a similar position to us. They're looking at the marketplace saying, now, wait a minute. Uh, memory foam is not new. Memory foam is not special. It's everywhere. And we've we've moved beyond fifty year old technology to something that actually you know gives the same benefits and and does everything people want but doesn't have the negatives of sleeping hot or causing a crater in the bed when I roll over in the middle of the night and they can't find anybody to be a taker on it so we thought we're going to try and do this different we're gonna we're gonna bring in these new materials we're gonna see what we end up with and so you know it's like it's like your child. If you're too close to everybody thinks their child is beautiful. Um, So, yeah. So we didn't want to be that guy. We, you know, we we didn't want to be the company that built something, told everybody it was wonderful, but the only people we, we had ever really gotten an opinion from was us. So we, we started bringing in both people that we knew who had industry expertise and chiropractors. Um, People who understand alignment, who understand support, who understand the function of the body as a whole and the fact that everything is connected. You know, look, we lay on something for six, eight, ten hours. I mean, I've been in I've been in a situation where I wake up in the morning and I feel like I was in a bar fight all night. You know, I mean I just can't move and I'm 43, maybe that's part of it. But everybody's had those mornings and we wanted to create an environment that allowed people to get sleep, to at least eliminate the mattress as being mm-hmm. the problem. You know, maybe there's sleep apnea, maybe there's stress or, you know, a million other things, but let's at least give you something that you can be confident um, in its ability to support you, to relieve the, the pressure points in your body, to make sure you're aligned when you sleep. And so we brought in the chiropractors and really they were, they were our guinea pigs. I mean, we started assembling these Franken beds and giving them to them and saying, okay, sleep on that for a week and see how you like that. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your wife thinks or your husband. And they played with us and it was a lot of fun. But what we found were the new materials were giving us everything that people were familiar with from a pressure relief standpoint, from being able to relax when they slept, support but they weren't giving us the negatives. One of the biggest knocks against memory foam or foam beds as a whole is that they sleep Mm -hmm. hot. Um, It's one of the big complaints about some of the largest manufacturers out there is, hey, I love the bed, I'm comfortable, but man, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just roasting. 
you know, and then you get into primarily, I think much more so women because of the chemistry changes in their body at 50, you know, you hit menopause and all of a sudden everything's whipsawing all over the place. This is a real issue. And that was when we looked at building something, we knew that we couldn't address everything. We had to pick some issues. Support was one. Heat, overheating at night was the other. So these new products were eliminating that. And we also looked at our covers and and what's generally available in the marketplace as far as most of the foam beds, found the issues with that construction as far as inhibiting airflow and corrected it by using a new process of quilting materials together with a special non-woven fiber that allowed airflow, you know, for the hot air to chimney out from underneath you while you sleep um, and allow that exchange. So we just kind of started from square one and rethought the mattress. Um, And we ended up with the original element, which has been our best-selling product and the only product actually that we offered. Um, Recently, we've now come out with a copper mattress with a cover that's manufactured from a fiber called Q-Tech 29, which is a, a proprietary patented copper ion emitting fiber. Um, paired with um, copper-infused latex foam in the top layer. So it's, it's really created this dual copper ion healing system inside the mattress. We just launched that wow. last week. So, yeah, um, it's, it's pretty incredible, the research that's been done on the fabrics. Not on a mattress. We're the first company in the world to do it. Um, but the research on the threads used in medical settings um, in uh, even veterinary settings have been incredible. So we're excited about it. And uh, I guess we can talk a little bit later about why, you know, what kind of why we decided to move into the, the chiropractic market. Yeah, okay. okay. Solely, I am but. curious, uh, being that what, 80% of Americans are fat, that might be an exaggeration. <laughs> fat, morbidly <laughs> obese, whatever. Um, is there a weight limit to your mattress? Or is there like, look, if you're over 300 pounds, you're going to get two years instead of the recommended five years? Or what's your opinion? You know, uh, that was one of the things that we looked at. Because if you go and look at the warranties of every company out there, it doesn't matter who it is, they will give you a recommended weight range. You know, look, if you're over this amount, it's going to kill the life of the mattress. And we know that. Um, you know, if somebody is 400 pounds, um, they're going to break the mattress down. It doesn't matter what it's made out of. We decided not to put a weight limit on ours and to give a 10-year full replacement warranty regardless. Because, look, people who are are overweight and and have legitimate issues, aches, pains due to that, boy, they need something to sleep on too. And we we want to help them as much as we want to help anybody else. So we wanted we 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 opted not to go that route uh, like many other manufacturers did and just stand behind it. 100%. Do you have a? I'm just curious now. Do you have like a uh, 30 day, 90 day, 200 day sleep trial? We do. Yeah, we we offer a 100 night sleep trial, and it's kind of a no questions asked deal. So if you all we ask any customer is that they give it. 30 to 60 days. I mean, some, you know, may not want to go that long, but we know that it takes time for a body to adjust to sleeping on something new or something proper. So we ask that people give it 30 to 60 days. If somebody 
just can't do it. And we don't have a solution either to soften it or, you know, make it acceptable for them, then it's a free return. We, we pick the mattress up. And in most cases, because we're in Michigan, if somebody's in California, we can't cram it back in the box. Uh, we donate them to local nonprofits. And then we issue a 100% refund back to the That's customer. I always, I had bought a mattress like that before. And luckily, I enjoyed it. Because I was like, how am I supposed to... This thing came in like a box. <laughs> How much is it? It's going to cost me more money to ship it back <laughs> right. than to use their warranty. So I was really glad that it worked out well. <laughs> right. Yeah, the uh, the vacuum seal space sacks that you can get at Walmart don't have quite the horsepower to crush them back down to get them they back can in the box. Do so once they're out, the genie's out of the bottle. Absolutely. So well, I like that you actually give back. That's a, so smart. Thanks. You know, we started in the nonprofit business um, in 2000, late 2011, and we we wanted we want there to be benefit. I mean, look, we're trying to we're trying to impact people's lives, both the chiropractors we work with, the people who sleep on the mattress, and if if it's not going to work for them, then let's put it in a, in a position to make an impact for somebody else, whether it's donated to someone or or whether they resell. I think it. we can always learn something, whether it's an eye doctor marketing, the mattress company marketing, marketing and goal setting and how do you find good staff, all of those things I, I want to get into with you. But first, you did mention something about uh, chiropractic. So please tell us about that. We, because we had chiropractors involved in the design of the mattress, they started sleeping on the mattress. After we had settled on the design, they were all sleeping on it and we were loving it. You know, it's, these guys know what they need. And so for them to be sleeping on it and give us an off the record type of endorsement was fantastic. It was a real boost for us. Um, and about 60 days after we launched the mattress last April, they came back to us and said, um, Hey, so I still loving it. Can I sell it to my patients? And the light bulb kind of went off and we said, well, absolutely. You know, and so we started going through trying to figure out how to do that. Like, what does this business model look like? Because you go from from looking at selling something through e-commerce, you know, most people think of Amazon and trying to to just reach as many people as you can to looking at these offices now and saying, okay, um, you have a business, you are a business. And although you're in business to help people, if you aren't making money, you can't help anybody because mm -hmm. you'll be closed. So how can we contribute to that if you're already being asked the question on a regular basis? And I think that was the big eye opener is it was a surprise that they came back and asked. I didn't realize that they were getting asked on a regular basis. Hey, what mattress mm -hmm. should I buy? Um, I knew that nine years ago I asked my chiropractor, what mattress should I buy? But I didn't know that everybody else was. I mean, I'm, I guess I think of myself as asking, you know, out of the box <laughs> questions sometimes. And so uh, the original chiropractors that we worked with, we just went to them and said, okay, we have an idea. We think this is how it's going to work. What do you think? They said, we think that'll work too. So all we did was test it with them for nine months. We, we had a little biscuit made, an 18 inch by 18 inch, um, <laughs> mini mattress, I guess you would say. We said, look, we'll, we'll drop this off. And there was a little countertop sign that said, your chiropractor recommends element mattress. And let's see what happens. And those offices, when we looked back over time, they, they started to hit a, a, an average. Like, you know, they weren't even doing anything and we weren't supporting them in any way 
um, mm-hmm. really. But they, their, their patients were buying mattresses just off the conversations. And so at that point, we realized there's a benefit here for everybody, for the patient and for the office. Let's try and drive this. And so we really went all in and committed 100% to chiropractic offices. We started developing the copper product out of requests. They had, a few of them had come back to us and said, you know, what about copper? And we were trying to, to design a unique product because what we thought originally was that the element would be kind of the, you know, on the internet, the general population type mattress. And then we would have this specialty product for the offices. And what we realized was that we needed to be all in alongside every office in every aspect, supporting them and supporting their patients. Otherwise, we were competition. And that's the last thing we wanted to be. So we made the pivot, went 100% all in, developed the copper mattress, uh, sourced the, both the yarn and actually the, the very first mattress covering material from a, a weaver outside of Toronto and built it. And we had the very first prototype in our office. We called everybody up and said, come over and check it out. Like, this is what we've got and we'd like to know what you think. And they all came over, including the ones that sleep on the element now, and they laid on it and they said, man, we Mm. love it. So we said, okay, fine, this is it then. And so now we've got the mattresses, we're developing toppers. We also are in the process of developing copper infused sheets because there's there's been a lot of conversation around um, the use of the copper as it really in being very close to the skin. The closer the proximity to the skin, the more benefit there is. Sheets obviously are what go over top of the mattress. So uh, we've also been in development um, and are developing right now a, a new product, a cooling product that can actually be put on any mattress right underneath the sheet. So you know you have either people who are heavier or women, for example, who are who are having hot flashes at night. Um, men that sleep hot, there's something now that they'll be able to add to mm-hmm. whatever they have and without having to replace the mattress to fix the problem if they like what they live on. And uh, so it's really taken us down a lot of rabbit holes. We're working on a lot of things right now. But the short of it was that it made sense to us that chiropractors are being asked the question mm-hmm. anyway. Some of them are recommending certain things, but why not? Why not recommend something inside the four walls of your office, inside the relationship that's built on the trust between you and your patient, and have it benefit the patient as well as your practice? So you've got some passive income coming from that, and we'll take care of supporting everything And I'm guessing this is open for not just chiropractors, but medical providers of of different sorts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, chiropractors, uh, we had to choose Yeah, you got to market somehow, right? And so that... Yeah, we, we had to pick a direction. So um, chiropractors are, are where we focused, but we have had some sport and conditioning people that have, that have talked to us about this. Um, if somebody was in medical practice and wanted to, really anybody could become a partner with us, but, but chiropractors yeah, are where I'm, we focus. I'm hoping, you know, with the different varieties of doctors and things we have here, we'll have a wide variety of, you know, we got a PT on in a couple of weeks or whatever. So for sure. Anyway, so that's good to know that it's, it's not just chiropractic. Y'all just had to pick some you know a niche that and that it fell in your lap we did, really. yeah so i am curious so you have an e-commerce you're pitching the chiropractors what are some of your marketing strategies that have really helped to grow you know i think the um uh, the thing that has been 
a founding principle of ours is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, we want to be as real as possible. And so if, if, uh, if somebody gets an email from me, it's, it's, it's me that wrote it. If somebody gets an email from anyone else in the company, it's them that wrote it. You know, if there's a video, you're going to see my face. Like there's no, there's really no high production value in what we do because the information is where I feel that the power is at for everybody. That's where the value is at. And so we're about delivering the value. The product will stand on its own. We know that and we'll stand behind it. All we want to do is give you the thoughts, the methodologies, the, the uh, you know, kind of the roadmap to how to navigate this so that you can take advantage of the market that's there inside your practice. I spend a lot of time as a student reading, uh, listening to podcasts, trying to, I guess, get a feel for what people are doing. You know, I think we, we live in an interesting age right now, Justin, where I'm 43 and so I remember what it was like not to have all the platforms that we have now. You can reach anybody that you want to in this day and age. It just takes a little bit of effort. And I remember making a comment to uh, one of the DCs that we work with here in Michigan. And I said, you know what astonishes me is every time I have a conversation with anybody in the chiropractic profession, it's always fascinating. You know, they have different focuses. They have different ideas about how to treat. Um, and yet, when I'm on the website, as a general consumer, I don't garner any of that. It looks like a website. It looks like a business. Okay, they can help me. But I'm not getting any of you as a human being. And I think, I think in my mind's eye, I hope that as we continue to grow and we continue to work with more and more DCs across the country, that in some way we'll be able to encourage both the exchange and the dissemination of all of these little areas of expertise, whether it's on our YouTube channel or whether it's on our website or, or a newsletter, some sort of a resource that will be able to help and both and encourage people to fire up that iPhone because it takes a phenomenal video and just throw it up there. It doesn't have to be produced. It doesn't have to be anything other than real because if you're faking it, anybody can find out in 30 seconds now. Especially when they meet you. Yeah, big time. So I think authenticity is what what we've really aimed for both in our marketing, um, the content that you see on our website, the content that you see in our videos. Um, we just want to be us. Like we're human beings just like you and anybody else that we work with. And that's the way that we want to maintain mm-hmm. the relationship as people. And we can use platforms to do that. So I, I've been a real student of how to use Instagram, how to use Facebook, how to use their targeting um, to just get the message out there and be able to communicate openly with people and kind of build some relationships. And that's how we got introduced, Instagram. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think you like something is. that I hashtagged. And then I said, huh, this could be interesting. Check out a website. I like it. Hey, let's get you on the podcast. Boom, by boom. That's the power yeah, of social media. It, if you're not using it. It, really it is. is. I think people are scared. I, th- I think it's intimidating, you know, and, and I know it was for mm-hmm. me. Um, so, but it's funny when you start to do it, it's all of a sudden not intimidating anymore. It becomes yeah. very simple. It's just about communicating. 
overly complicated. Like if you listen to like a podcast or, or somebody talking about all this deep strategy, they go in so deep into it that the minutia does scare you. But look, just it's simple. You post a photo, describe it in hashtags, and then move on. You know, what are you offering in your clinic? You know, there's lots of easy things you can do. And once you get familiar with that, then you can go deeper and deeper. But you just, just start simple. Just put stuff out there a little bit. Yeah. That's my two cents, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good I advice. wish this kid would stop screaming. Can you hear that? <laughs> I oh can't. Just a little bit. <laughs> Why did I say that? But I can edit this out. <laughs> uh, now, do you right. have, I mean, you probably have so much staff between the people who produce the foam to the people who put it together in your office, sales staff, support staff. How do you find someone good and, and go through that, that process with me? Boy, that's a, that's a great question. And I, and I, I wish I had some deep philosophical answer for you and a great process that we go through, but we have really, we don't, I, I don't have that answer for you. I can tell you this, that we have been blessed is the only way that I can put it with unbelievable partners that have both introduced us to people as well as have amazing staffs themselves you know, for example, the, the mattress uh, factory that manufactures the element and the element copper, they have been absolutely integral in designing the, everything in, at every step of the way. You know, every mattress, every element is handmade. So they, they aren't, there's not like a mountain of them sitting in a warehouse somewhere. They are all made by hand from oh. start to finish. And the entire team of, I think there's 35 or 50 people there that, that it takes to finish this they're incredible. I mean, they're craftsmen, you know, but it also happens to be one of the oldest mattress plants in the country. It's been in continuous operation since 1887. So, you know, there's 120, what, 128 years of, of knowledge inside those four walls that we were able to partner with. They happen to be right in our backyard. They happen to have the capability to manufacture and, and ship in a way that we needed to. Um, our fulfillment center is, uh, the brother of a good friend of mine. We've been friends for years, and it just so happened that they were moving into fulfillment as we were moving, as we were firing up Element. Justin, I've just been really blessed at every turn to find the people that that really could do what we needed them to do, and they could do it in a way and at a level that I couldn't find by just looking out there in the marketplace, uh, you know, trying to find the partner. Uh, I hope that that continues. I hope that, you know, as, as, as we're trying to be a valuable partner to others, that, that as we need things, that, you know, these people will all of a sudden show up. But I think it all boils down to dealing with people. I mean, I, I think that life is so fast now that we, we oftentimes forget that everybody is just another person with a life very similar to ours with challenges that we have and if you treat them that way and if you interact with them as real human beings, it really is amazing how much benefit, mutual benefit comes from that type of a relationship. A great example is the, the, the lady that handles our social media, most of it. She, is, she, she lives in Arkansas, so she's not in our office here. Um, she is probably one of the most emotionally intelligent people, high on the EQ scale that I've ever met. We get compliments on, on the posts that she crafts and the things that she puts up on a fairly regular basis. Now, they're not for everybody, but 
she does a great job, you know, and she allows us to be people inside the company as opposed to a company that, to quote uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, is always right hooking somebody, you know, hey, hey, by the way, we sell mattresses. Hey, by the way, we've got a website. Hey, by the way, we're yeah. running a sale. Yeah. We all get mm-hmm. tired of that. You know, we want we want to see things that make us feel good. It's easy to find the negativity. We want to see things that make us feel good, that make us think, that make us realize that life isn't as bad as CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News wanted us to believe last night when they ran all those stories about, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it may have been. You know, we recently had the election, and I mean, I, I've seen people that look like they're about to jump off their deck, you know, because of things that are going on in politics, and I'm thinking... Really, I mean, life is so awesome. How how could you want to do that? You you know, let's let's focus on some good things here, and I think that uh, I think we've just been blessed. I, I wish I had a more technical answer for you, but I think we've just been very very fortunate in the partners that we've yeah. been able to find. Now, what's take us through? Where's what's Bruce? What's Element going in, in five years? What's your goals? That's a great question. You know. I guess in my mind's eye, I, I would like to be, I would like Element to become the go-to resource for sleep as it, as it pertains to those specialized markets, you know, whether it's chiropractors, physical therapists. I hope that we can create a community that contributes to it, that can show us directions that we need to go, give us the opportunity to find solutions that maybe don't exist in the marketplace or maybe exist in a different uh in a different manner. Um, that, that's my hope. I hope that we can continue. Do you to ever feel like a company can have too many products? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I think, I think I'm a big believer of stay in your lane. You know, like, I, I mean, if we all of a sudden woke up one morning and thought, Hey, you know what? We should get into orthotics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would go now. Wait a minute. You know, I don't know anything about. Well, feet. I get confused when there's eight or ten pillow choices. <laughs> oh, I'm just man. like, I, I'm not, sto- I'm not stocking eight pillows. I don't care how good they are. <laughs> that is just too much. I'm not spending the money, and then I have to like learn about all the nuances of every pillow. So I was just kind of yeah. curious how, how a manufacturer, kind of more in their early stages, uh, deals with that. If it's like a slow progression that they find people need, or if they're just like, no, we've heard all these things are great, so we have to offer every style available. That's tough. You know, if you want to find every style available, you can find it on Amazon. Um, and, and your returns there are probably going to be simpler than anywhere else on the planet. Pillows are really tough. Mattresses are, mattresses are tough. I mean, look at so much of this stuff is personal preference. And there is no way for me to know what you think is firm or what I think is firm, soft, comfortable, not comfortable. We don't know. So we're really aiming for that middle 60%. There's 20% that will love you no matter what you do, 20% that will hate you no matter what you do. And that middle 60% is, is what we're shooting for. Um, it's how we designed the mattresses. Pillows have been a recent topic of conversation almost daily. Mm-hmm. And it is intimidating because I haven't found the pillow I love, Justin. I mean, how, how, do, how am I supposed to, how are we supposed to come out with a pillow when I go to sleep at night and I'm laying there thinking, oh, I just can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. There are a million options out there. I know one of the chiropractors in Texas I was talking with the other day works with uh, a company that, that has, they already have like a hundred products to choose from. And I asked him, I said, how do you do that? If somebody comes in and says, hey doc, I need a pillow. Mm-hmm. 
How do you answer that question with with a hundred choices? I got I mean, one better. My favorite product line for nutrient, you know, for supplements. They yeah. have a couple of products. It's their flagship, and they're like a hundred bucks a bottle, and they're yeah. very specialized. And I asked the salesperson, I was like, hey, so how do you, what am I looking for to try to sell this to somebody? And they barely even knew. I was like, well, yeah. if you can't tell me, you know, how am I supposed to sell this to somebody? If Even if it is, you know, trademarked and all these fancy things in there. I, I mean, I'm confused. So anyway. I agree with you. I mean, I, I think that uh, to the long term, the five-year goal, one of it, we, we play with a lot of stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. I've been playing with a sleep tracker for the last five or six months. And it was a younger company. I actually found them on either Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Loved the product, thought it was really cool, um, thought the app was cool, and thought there may be some applications when it came to the chiropractic market as far as uh, data you know, to mm-hmm. help patients. Um, I'd love to be reviewing stuff like that. I, one of the things, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Tim Ferriss. I think most people are. Yeah, one of, of the things that, ama- that amazes me about Tim is he's, he's like an ongoing experiment. You know, every podcast I listen to, every show I see, he's doing something to himself, you know, in, right. in study. And I think we'd like to be that for sleep to a certain degree because there is a paralyzation that that paralysis by analysis type of idea where there are too many choices. How am I supposed to decide what to do with pillows and sleep trackers, fitness trackers, you know, uh, sheets, toppers. You have eight mattresses too. Eight eight toppers. Pick your, you know, you're like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I just seem the same to me. I don't know. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I just want to be comfortable. I just don't want to be in pain. Yeah. That's, that's all I want. So, it is tough, um, and I think it's tough. Maybe that's one of the reasons why why so many docs don't have a recommendation because they haven't wanted to be in a position to make a choice, um, or maybe they haven't found something they love themselves. I get that. Well, you know, and nobody wants that mattress where you're like, "Hey, we can only make love on your side of the bed because I weigh a little more and I got a divot in mine." Just doesn't <laughs> right. work anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, I, it's. I think there's a lot. There's a lot of sleep tech out there that never never sees the light of day. And uh, you know, we're we're small enough and nimble enough that we want to start to play with that because if it's not viable in the eyes of a lot of the large companies, it doesn't mean it's not good. It just means they don't want to stick the marketing money behind it to, to tell everybody about it. Um, and with with partners like all the offices that we work with now, they don't have to push it out to everybody. They're talking to their patients about it. And if it addresses a particular issue, they have they have the conversation. They don't have to get somebody's attention on Facebook to try and talk about it. So we, we want to play. And hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to find solutions that are of use. But yeah, I do think companies can have too many products. I think that uh, you need to stay in your lane, do what you're good at, and and continue to always be better at it, which is what we're trying to Perfect. do. Let's, uh, if you don't mind, move into a little bit more of the, those personal questions. Let's get, sure. to know who, get to know who you are and um, be authentic. So you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. How much vacation can you take and how are you able to fit that into your schedule because I'm sure if you're running the show, all the questions got to come back to you if you're on vacation and something comes up. So how do you deal with that? That's a great question. Um, and poorly is a good answer too. <laughs> yeah, well, that, <laughs> I was trying to think of a way. nice way to put that. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, 
we we hear a lot about work-life balance, uh, mm-hmm. family balance. And I don't know that I've ever found a real balance because what I love about my life is the flexibility to, at 3 o'clock, go see my 8-year-old daughter's play at school that her class is mm-hmm. doing. But when I get home, I'll make up for that later. And that flexibility, that freedom, that, that's freedom to me. And I, and I have a, a tremendous gratitude and appreciation for that flexibility. Um, I don't know that balance is there when, when we're running. Um, I think that we, I think that as entrepreneurs, we're all running hard right now, hoping that we'll be able to, to take advantage of the time later. I think more than anything, for me, what's important is to try and be present. Maybe it can't be as much time, but to be present when I'm there, to be engaged, to not be the parent or the dad that is at the baseball game and is helping at the baseball game, but is constantly, you know, on his phone or talking. You know, if I'm there, I want to be there. Not that, not that I don't have to be that dad sometimes because mm-hmm. you're running a company, you have, there are things that demand your time, but I want to engage. I want, you know, I, I want time to talk with my spouse. I want time to sit down and have meaningful conversations with my kids because I think when I look back on, on, on my life, my parents didn't have balance. Um, but when they, when, when they were there, and even to this day when I'm with them, we're engaged. It's not watered down. It's, it's intensity. And, and, it's, and it's an exchange. And I think there's an enormous amount of value in that as opposed to the um, diluted type of interactions that we often have now where it's kind of surface conversation because you've got, you know, you're thinking about this, that, or the other thing that you're going to do after you leave. Um, I think it has more to do with quantity or quality rather than quantity. For me, that's Give just Give us an me. example of, you said you had a daughter. I do. And it's and okay. Yeah. So how, how do you find time and what does, what does being present mean with like your kids versus your wife? What's like an actionable step that maybe you do, you personally know that you do that they really appreciate? Oh boy. For me, trying to find ways to, you know, look, they're 10 and eight. And, uh, if any, if you or anybody else has young children, you know, you see them after a day at school or after they've gone to do something and you and, your first instinct is to say, did you have a good time? How was it? Expecting an answer and all you get is, oh, it was great. <laughs> I remember those I, days. Tr- yeah. I was, you know, I, how was school today? It was great. Well, what does that mean? You know, it, I just try, I've been, I've been trying to ask them as many questions as I can to probe down into that so that I can understand what's actually going on in their head um, so that I can engage them. And what I found is that if I come at them from a different angle and I say something along the after school, I'll say, you know, it's, oh, it's really great to see you. All of a sudden the floodgates open up and I, I have to give credit to, um, there's a podcast called the good dad project. And I happened to hear that on the podcast and I thought, you know what, that, that sounds like it's worth a try. I found that my kids open up and the drive back from school, which is about 25 minutes, it is a nonstop one talking over the other telling me about their day. I love that. That's amazing. You know, I think it has more to do, and I think life in general has more to do with the questions that we ask, the quality of the questions that we ask, 
as opposed to the quality of the things that we say. So that's what I try to fall back that's on. That's a great answer. It resonates with me. So last couple questions here. Any kind of morning routine that you do that, or even at lunch, whatever, that gets you grounded or excited for the rest of the day? Yeah, I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm a guy that hates to be told what to do. I mean, that's, that's really what, I think maybe that's why I ended up being an entrepreneur. But um, I've tried morning routines. I've tried every, everything I've read in books. Um, and I, I haven't been able to find something that I fell in love with so much that I could stick with it. What I can tell you is that what I find to be most effective for me is when I open my eyes in the morning. If I can lay there for even 10 seconds and find two or three things to be grateful for and really think about those, it sets my mind in a different place than waking up in the morning and just kind of starting to run. Um, I think it has... I think it has a therapeutic effect on my soul, if you will, to find something to be happy about as opposed to kind of responding to whatever comes in, you know, the minute that the phone goes on or the minute that, you know, I stub my toe on the bone the dog left in front of the bedroom door or any of that stuff. I think it, it allows me to, to take control of, of at least the start of my day, the launch of my day. And so, you know, working out in the morning obviously is great. Um, it certainly is a, is a wonderful way to start the day and really kind of ignites me to go. But, um, I don't always have time for that. Mm -hmm. There are people who are listening who are going to go, you just need to make time for that. (laughs) And and I, I, I get that. I totally get that. But life is crazy. And to wake up in the morning, that's the one thing that I can, that I know I can always do every morning that will put me at least in a place that I get to be in control of my day. I get to be the thermostat instead of the thermometer. You know, I get to control the temperature as opposed to just responding to everything all day. Absolutely. I got in trouble with my wife the other day. Uh, woke up and the first thing I did was check my phone. She's like, <laughs> you didn't even kiss me first? I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, well, you right, right, aren't we all guilty of that? I mean, look, we, we live through these things now. You know, it's amazing to me. I don't know what the demographic specifically is of the podcast, but being 43 years old, I remember the very first conversation I had with somebody in 1992 about this thing called the internet. Mm -hmm. He was like, man, have you ever, have you ever been on this? He was going into computer programming and I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And I'll never forget thinking that's never going to take off. (laughs) 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 And now here we are, you know, 25 years later and the sheer you know, we're kind of living, I, I heard somebody say yesterday, we're already living in somewhat of an augmented reality or a virtual reality because we live, we view our entire life and the lives of others through the screen that we carry on our hip. Yeah. So maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, it's like Pavlov's dog. You know, the minute you wake up, the phone's just sitting there and it kind of, it's like the bell ringing that your mouth starts to salivate and you just have to pick it up. But I think we've all become conditioned for that. So well, when you see 20 here and 30 here, you're like, that's a lot of missed notifications. Could have been yeah, good. Right. I'd like to see that before I get my coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fine. All right. Do you have, you mentioned one podcast. Let's talk about books, podcasts, even like your favorite phone app that you would say that you really go to, on, you know, that you just really like and stuff that you might recommend to, to listeners. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, let me start with podcasts. Okay. Um, I've become somewhat of a ravenous consumer of podcasts in the last, I would say, 18 months. Because the ability to leverage the expertise of others um, is, is a wonderful thing. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the advantages we have now. Um, my favorite podcasts, and these are not necessarily uh, podcasts that are going to appeal to everybody, but my, my favorite podcast is a podcast called The MF CEO Project. And I'll just, you can check it out. It's, there's a fair amount of language in the podcast, but it is a podcast done by a man by the name of Andrew, Andy Frisella, um, who runs a supplement company out of St. Louis. And, you know, I find that podcast to be very grounding, um, and very, very real. Um, it's one of the few entrepreneurial podcasts that is not fluffy and all sunshine. Um, it's Mm -hmm. very nuts and bolts and, and I appreciate that. Because I think there's very little of that out there. I think there's a lot of people trying to sell a course off of, you know, or, or trying to sell something in the podcast and using the podcast as leverage as opposed to making the podcast a standalone benefit just to throw something good out into, you know, into, into mankind. Um, I also listen to Gary Vaynerchuk a lot. I, I think that he is, he's one of those guys that seems to have, um, not only an idea of where things are going, but he's living in it. Um, his business thrives in it. And then some others that I listen to, I listen to uh, Tim Ferriss occasionally. Uh, we talked about him a little bit ago. I happen to love, uh, there's a new podcast out. It's about 10 minutes long and it's by Mike Rowe. Um, yeah, it's it's called, is it The Way I Heard It? Yeah, it is. That's and, what it's called. Yeah, it's fantastic. I don't know if that's the way I heard it. Yeah, I mean... You know, and, and I listened to the story about how he created it. I have a lot of respect for Mike Rowe as a human being, but he said he was really trying to continue Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story. And mm-hmm. I loved The Rest of the Story. Um, I worked in radio years ago, and, and one of the stations that I worked at was this AM station where I had to run that. And I was just glued, you know, always listening, trying to figure out what he was talking about. My kids love uh, love that podcast. They, they like to listen to it at night before they go to bed. They love all the stories trying to figure out who he's talking about. And so I think those are probably my, my top podcasts that I listen my, to. My memory of uh, Paul Harvey was driving on a 17-mile bridge, straight bridge, going to Baton Rouge uh, on a country morning station, going to see a family member. That's how I always remember <laughs> Paul Harvey's rest of the story. Being bored out of my mind on that yeah. bridge as a kid. You know, to tie it into to, to your audience, Justin, I would say in pod, in the, in the world of podcasts, from a marketing standpoint, especially, there's so much value that can be extracted out of so many of those podcasts. Whether it's methodology and um, applications and software that you can use, or if it's just the idea of which way to start to look, um, which platforms you know are the best ones to, to tackle right now. I've gotten a lot of benefit out of random podcasts there. Um, Marketing over coffee is really, really interesting. Um, It is a little, it's a little heady for me. Uh, I mean, they, these guys are deep into AI and, you know, the future of marketing as it looks. And so (laughs) I can feel a little overwhelmed after listening to it, but they really do a great job of making it understandable. And so I think, you know, for the benefit of of the audience from a marketing standpoint, because that's what we're all engaged in, that Mm -hmm. is a great place to go. Appreciate that. 
you know, to be honest, that's where I learned. I'm not saying my podcast is uh, is up there with some of the greats, but the key elements in the show and how I put it together, how I learned to stuff is listening to other podcasts. And like yeah. even the questions, a lot of the, the way I format this is because I feel like the ones I was listening to don't ask these types of questions. I mean, how many people get divorced? You know, they're entrepreneurs. Yeah. They gained the world, but they lost their family. And that's why we, we, we ask these types of questions. And then, of course, you know, uh, oh, any books? Oh, yeah. Um, so I read a lot of books. Um, okay. I'm in the middle of a few of them right now, all surrounding marketing and things like that. But here's, here's a book that I would highly recommend. Um, one is a book called The Third, the Third Circle Theory. Um, excellent, excellent book, really about kind of self-awareness and, and how to continue to foster that inside yourself. Um, probably my go-to book all the time um, that's on my nightstand is a book called The Butterfly Effect. And it's not the movie that everybody thinks about from the late 90s or whenever that came out. It is written by, um, he's got a few other books and I can almost think of his name. We were just talking about him last night. He has another book called The Noticer and uh, all great books. But uh, let the, what, me the No Sir? The oh, Noticer. Noticer. I'll yeah. put it in the show notes. I can look it up later. Okay. Yeah, great book. Uh, Andy, Ander- Andy Anderson, I think, is his name. Okay. Excellent, excellent book. It's a short read. It takes about 15 or 20 minutes, and you will walk away from the book realizing that even though we all have those days when we walk through thinking that we're making zero impact on the world itself, that we have no idea just how deep our actions will ring out, you know, over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. Book. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I'll leave All it right, perfect. How can people find you? What's your contact? If they want to reach out, they can find us on Facebook at element mattress is where they'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Love to have interaction. Um, and so they can also email me, uh, support at element How do doctors, if they want to get involved with your, um, I guess you, I don't know if it's called affiliate or just to, to sell it in their office. Is there a special way to get involved with that? You know, there's a landing page that covers the, the generals of it. Um, it's, uh, it's separate from the website and the, the web address is copper, like the metal, C-O-P-P-E-R dot elementmattress.com. They can find out information there or they can just email me. Um, but uh, a lot of the contact that we get comes through that, that particular landing page because they can go there, they can read about it, they can leave their email address if they want to get some additional information and we'll send it over to them. So just reach out. Okay. Yeah, and, and we're so far we work with chiro- we're working with chiropractors both in the United States and Canada, so anywhere they're located, we I'm sure we can get it shipped there. Man, that's fantastic. Well, I have loved this interview. Uh, really appreciate your time and being open and honest about uh, relationships and, and the background of the story of, of the Element Mattress and learning so much about a quality mattress and how you actually discovered all these new uh, foams. I mean, that's there's so much there's so much behind the scenes that we don't know about when you're producing a product. So I really enjoyed uh, going deeper. Thank you so much, Justin. I really appreciate it. I, I, I feel like I kind of droned on for an hour and I, I, I hope that wasn't the case. I hope there's some value for people to get out of there. But thanks so much for having me. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Bruce, you did great. You brought a lot of knowledge. Thank you so much. Authenticity, being present with your kids, being present with your spouse, asking follow-up questions, learning about the copper mattress. That's something I need to go and uh, explore a little more, look at the research. There's one of my passions is learning about other businesses and appreciate the that, that niche that you kind of created for yourself 
about trusting the, the doctors who see people day in and day out, experience it themselves, kind of know what they're looking for, and then just kind of doubling down and knowing that that's going to be a good way to, to test your market. So I really appreciate you being so open today, giving us such good advice, and uh, definitely check out his website, copper.elementmatchers.com. All the show notes, of course, will have this at a doctorperspective.net slash one four. Remember, we're entrepreneurs. Our schedules should be somewhat flexible. Use those to maximize your time with your family. As always, travel tips coming up. They're ready. Paperback, Kindle versions are available on Amazon. As always, you can also snag a free copy if you'd like a doctorsperspective.net slash free ebook. Today's choices, tomorrow's health, small steps to improve health, food choices, and exercise. Learn how to go from a couch potato or a weekend warrior and have simple steps kind of personalized just for you. Three different blueprints for exercise, how to cut some carbs without hurting yourself, a couple of changes in what and how you eat so that there's not a lot of extra willpower and self-control necessary to reduce how much you eat. 12 exercises, a 10-minute cardio that's better than 30 minutes, 3-minute stretching concept that won't make you roll your eyes in boredom, an ab routine you won't quit, exclusive Facebook support group, yes, and an entire section about a nervous system reboot discusses chiropractic subluxations and things like that. Look, if you want it, again, a doctorsperspective.net slash free ebook. It has a, a video explaining what it is, a little PowerPoint presentation in there, and put your name, put your email, and then you can make your choice. If you want to support the show, we have merchandise. We've got upper cervical chiropractic t-shirts. We've got podcast logo t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, as well as a generous buy the host of coffee PayPal button if you want to. No pressure. If you want to follow me on social media, the easiest way to find me is to go to a doctorsperspective.net. Look on the top right. It's kind of like a gray color. There's all the little social media icons. If you need to email me, I would love to hear your comments, critiques, etc. Justin at a doctorsperspective.net. Connect, comment, and I'll reply back. And if you can, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. Go to the site. Give us a review. Hopefully a five-star review, but let us know what you think. It'll help us with all the rankings and we appreciate it. And if you happen to get any merchandise, definitely take a picture, post it on social media, hashtag behind the curtain, or you can do at whatever my tag is and I'll definitely give you a thumbs up. Travel tip. Here we go. Try to get lost and then find your way home. Obviously you don't want to go into a scary area of town and end up in the dark shadows and get mugged. But just going into an area, oh, man, where's the map? I forgot. Oh, no, I turned around. I'm in a really cool neighborhood, it seems. Okay, go explore. You can always grab a taxi or ask somebody for help, right? I remember one time I was in Thailand during one of the uh, military coups. Anyway, I was walking, and then I had some guys, like, kind of say something. I don't know what they're saying. Well, I walk another block, and I see all these X pieces of wood with barbed wire circled all around it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm exactly where I should not be. So I turn around, actually I ran back because I was like, ah, so it was kind of scary. But um, it was fine, you know. Got out of there, took a left, and then actually found some foreigners and we tried to figure out how to get where we needed to go because I did get lost. And um, yeah, so anyway, I was okay. And it was a good time, and it was a great trip, and I walked a lot that day, I think 30,000 steps. All right, y'all have a good week. We just went hashtag 
Behind the Curtain, and this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on adoctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.